This is Antoinette Collins welcoming you to the News Extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. Flavelas in Brazil are slums or shanty towns located within or on the outskirts of the country's largest cities, especially Rio de Janeiro and São Paulo. Dr. Mayara Floss is a doctor who worked as a GP in these poor areas in Brazil throughout the COVID pandemic and she returned to Ireland earlier this month to deliver a keynote speech at the World Rural Health Conference held in the University of Limerick. While she was here in Ireland, our colleague Owen Holland of Flirt FM got the opportunity to speak to Dr. Floss. She explained how difficult her work in Brazil was during the COVID pandemic and she went on to explain the need for global health equality, which was part of her keynote speech at the conference. For the last years, going back to my practice in Brazil, it's been very hard, actually. I think I was almost in a burnout every single day. So many new things and... uh, I do deal with very vulnerable population, which is very hard for us to figure out how we will deal. And then we were like in the middle of a huge political crisis with so many fake news and everything like that coming to us and um, and how we can protect this vulnerable population to and then how we can deal with them, with the community to find ways like to go through the pandemic. So that's... M- really what was going on but we also like now we are having like food insecurity is being like a huge issue for myself so you know there is not it doesn't exist like um appeal for treating social problems so the health determinants uh, were so striking and uh, they were appearing like in a very difficult way, like unemployment and all the layers that can come from that, like the lack of water, electricity. I'm working now into a favela. I was a rural uh, doctor earlier, but then life changes a bit. I do want to come back to the bush, but that I'm now <laughs> working there. And uh, I think it was very hard. It's still very hard. I think the remote and rural communities were even suffering not more because compared to a very low setting in the urban area I think the the struggles are are very similar Uh, but a bit what's going on in Brazil I think uh, one of my patients once came to me and she was hoping to have COVID so then she can get some like food from an uh, NGO or something so it's like isn't that horrible that people want to get COVID so they can get food? I think that's completely wrong. And then so many uh, people were like going to the streets with the whole family. And it was like, it was raised so much in, in, in the past few years. And it's been very hard to be a human at this time in the world, you know. Like, And I think if you are in a low and middle income country, that's really, really hard. And to be a, for sure like a family doctor is very, very hard. So uh, um, to, I, I guess, get an understanding for the listeners and for myself as well, uh, 
COVID in a favela, uh, to my understanding, a favela is a very densely populated area. They would be on the edge of a city and they would be the people who are struggling with employment or struggling with resources. And the favela is constructed in a very impromptu way with materials that would be found and salvaged and uh, reused from different different sources. So in Ireland, the idea of isolation was to stay in your house and uh, sort of avoid people and avoid contact with people. And um, you were at home and it was very easy to isolate from the family next door and the family next door. In a favela, I assume this is the absolute opposite case. Absolutely. You know, lockdown is such a privilege. Everybody that got a chance to do a lockdown, it's a very privileged person. People at my community couldn't do that at all. Like, So they were struggling to survive. So they were sh- like without access to their jobs anymore. They lose it. They were fired. Uh, the transmission is very high. And I know we are talking about a pandemic, but really we need to talk about a syndemic. I don't know if you know this word. I know. uh, Can you explain that word? Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a synergy of pandemics. So we know now we have like malnutrition, which includes like uh, obesity and then also the lack of food, undernutrition, and uh, also climate change. So we are talking a lot of about a pandemic, but the way that we are behaving in the world is leading us to a syndemic, which is this synergy of pandemics. And I think like when you are at the edge of the world, you know, you are really seeing all these factors. You know, like the main health determinant is not your genetic code, it's your zip code. Hmm. So where where you're born and how you live and all of this. And what resources you have to Absolutely. protect yourself or yeah. to keep yourself in a good state of nutrition or anything like that there. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you spoke about uh, food security and uh, it being a, an issue in Brazil at the moment. Um, what's happening in the mechanics of food security in Brazil at the minute? Uh, what is causing food security issues? fact is that a big part of Amazon is being destroyed uh, and devastated to like soy production or cattle production. Even if today we uh, go without uh, to like a zero carbon emission to petrol or fossil fuels, we still have a huge problem when we talk about food production. So these food production chains are like really the the things that can uh, lead us to a very bad environment thing. So we have a monoculture of, uh, that's not to feed humans. If you get all the land, uh, habitable land in the world, and we know that 50 of that is used for farm, but then just 20-something percent is used for feeding humans. So then we are like creating a lot of soy or corn to feed animals and this and then this soy probably will travel all around to China or wh- other places and so this has a huge carbon footprint and what happens when we cut the amazon just for producing more soy is that the soy will be very poor in some years and also uh, it destroy a very important thing that people do not talk that much about, which is the flying rivers. So the moisture, the, the, the wet that uh, the forest produces is what makes it rain in the south of South America. So that's very important, something that we need to be aware. So it's kind of, it's not just the climate change of the warming things uh, 
uh, up, but also like how will the uh, rain behaves or the weather be behaves in each affects a lot of people. And I'm sure that's not just about Brazil. Uh, it's a world thing because we have the biggest forest in the world in Brazil and it's a world problem if it's been cutting down. So we need to like think a lot about who is allowed to live or who who is why some humans ha have some have more rights than others so that's one the the main question that I was trying to bring on the uh, um, under the equity umbrella term and like for thing, making the the audience to think about uh, this human right thing and that we can like change our mind or can we change the way that we behave because we really need it. It's urgent. There is no time for thinking in the future. The whole mess is now at present. We are living that. If you got the poorest people in the world, in every 10 people, eight will be rural. And this is something that we don't talk that much a lot about it. And then the countries that are the poorer in the world is also the rural. That's not, it doesn't mean that we need to turn them in urban to make them richer or whatever. We, but we need to, to uh, think about why is the resource then so urban placed? Like we need to think about where is the resource like for healthcare, for instance. Uh, it needs to be more in rural then. And then we need to really train the health professionals to go there and work as rural doctors. Ireland has a huge shortage of rural family physicians or rural or rural GPs, how you call it here, and that's uh, we need. And why, if you have like I think 30 and something percent of the Irish population is in rural areas, why is not allocated 30 percent of the uh, health uh, yeah, finances the funding, on that yeah. funding on that? So we need to to really think uh, about this because we got back to the question why some humans have more right than others. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Antoinette Collins for Scarif Bay Community Radio.